Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger syndrome, also called autism spectrum disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings and welcome once again to Aspieland. My name is John Allen, and I'm honored to be your host. If you're new to this podcast, you're especially welcome here. Please know as well that you're in a place of acceptance and understanding, both for you who have Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder, and for those of you who do not. These podcasts are not just for Aspies and those of us on the spectrum, but to those of you who are neurotypical as well. I want to help those of you who have Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder to understand and function in the neurotypical world. Now, for those of you who are neurotypical, I'd like to help you understand the actual comings and goings, as it were, for Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder, so that we can all discover and appreciate the way we both see the world. This way, we can coexist, we can make new friends, and we can form great relationships together, all by looking at life through each other's eyes. This episode is all about something that those of us who have Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder struggle with, but we seldom recognize it. In fact, in some cases, we don't even realize that it may be happening. And it goes all the way back to when we were children. Spoiler alert, if you were diagnosed later in your life as an adult, then it can affect how you look upon your childhood in a whole different way now that you know about being on the spectrum. Just a nugget to keep in the back of your mind. Okay, let's go back to when we were children. Can you recall all the times when your mother would say, make sure to wash your hands, or make sure you brush your teeth before you go to bed? Now, I was raised with six brothers and sisters. And I heard those things a lot. Among other things like, eat everything on your plate. Pick up your clothes and make sure you put them in the hamper. Don't want them to walk away now. All those reminders that they tell you to do all the time are reminders to do things that are a part of taking care of yourself, as well as things you learn about living your daily life. These little personal chores also keep you from getting sick and make yourself presentable to others. Think about that one for a second. Do you really want to talk to somebody who hasn't brushed their teeth in a week? Just saying. For those of you who may be neurotypical, you may be thinking, duh, like I do that. But for those of us on the spectrum, it's a whole nother story. These are all things that are part of getting stuff done. And that's exactly what I call this episode, getting stuff done. Now, before we get going, a couple of quick things. Firstly, thanks to everyone for listening. I appreciate every single listener to this podcast. I really do. We're just exploding with new listeners. Let me give a shout out to a few of you. Southwark, England, or in City, Iowa, The Hague in South Holland, 
Marseille in France, Sewanee, Tennessee, Barberton, Ohio, Charlotte Lund, Denmark, and Truganina, Australia, as well as a whole bunch of other folks who have started listening just recently, like in the last month or so. Secondly, please go to the AspieLand.org website, if you haven't done so already, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please rate and review this podcast with your local podcast provider. This really helps others find the podcast while they might be cruising the web looking for answers to questions like the things we talk about. Okay, having said all of that, let's get on with getting stuff done. When I was young and on my own, and that was a while ago, I had a little one-bedroom apartment overlooking what was called a metro park. This isn't your average little city park with some grass and a swing set and maybe a couple of benches. It was a big park with lots of trails, beautiful hills and trees. It was huge. It spanned thousands upon thousands of acres spread all around our metropolitan area, and that's why they called it a metro park. Well, my apartment overlooked the park, so I loved that apartment. It was a great place, and it was just the right size for me. It had a nice living room, a galley kitchen, and a bedroom just big enough for me and my stuff. Now, I knew when I settled into my apartment, this was going to be fun. I had my stereo system and my vinyl record collection, and I spent a lot of my time listening to all of the music I collected. After all, I could do it all day and all night and not bother anybody. But there was only one problem. I was doing it alone. The place was so quiet late at night that I felt surrounded by the silence, almost crushed in by it. See, now I thought that once I got out on my own, I could have whoever I wanted over. I could have a place to bring a girlfriend, if I had one, or have a small party or two. But none of that ever happened because I didn't have any real friends. Oh, I had a lot of acquaintances, people that would come over if they needed something. You probably met one or two of those, haven't you? Somebody that comes over and knocks on your door and says, hi man, do you like have an extra beer? Or can I have 10 bucks to go out and get cigarettes? <laughs> those were all my acquaintances. I didn't have any real friends. No one wanted to just hang out with me and come over and visit or come over and watch the tube or watch a movie, much less any girls that I would go out with. For a guy who's 20 years old, this is a bit depressing. And living on my own was becoming a reminder that I was truly on my own, completely solitary. I didn't realize until nearly 40 years later that I was on the spectrum, nor did I realize why it was no one wanted to hang out or even visit or no girls would want to date me. It wasn't because I was unlikable or anything. Or was it? You see, when on my own, I was free. I was free from parental guidance, free from teachers, and free from schools, free to be me. Yeehaw! I could do what I wanted, when I wanted, but that was my problem. See, I automatically figured that life would take care of itself. Hmm, 
I didn't take any regular showers or clean my hair, much less comb it, and I had long hair back then, or brush my teeth or use mouthwash? Ugh! Now, it wasn't like I was being a rebel, but here's the problem. It never occurred to me to do any of those things to take care of myself. I did only those things to take care of myself when it was really obvious that they should be done. For example, if I noticed that my clothes were dirty or they smelled funny, okay, I'd wear something different, but only if I noticed it. Otherwise, I just didn't think anything of it. It simply never entered my mind. I did things that were absolutely necessary, like wearing clothes. I would wear the same clothes every day, and after a few days of not doing the other stuff like showering and taking care of myself, uh, now you can see why I had a hard time with people and their desire to hang out with me. Now to this very day, I struggle with juggling all of those things I need to do to take care of myself, to do chores around the house, to do tasks at work, and I would miss something every once in a while. I would fail, and then when I discover my failures, it got real frustrating because I know that my brain was awkwardly wired. See, I just couldn't get the hang of that smooth navigation of how to get around and do things and time management and monitoring my tasks and even paying strict attention to things. It wasn't until after I had been married, and yes, I did get married, <laughs> and then diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder that I finally figured out what was going on. All of the things that I was not doing as a young guy out on his own was contributing to all kinds of problems that kept me from making real friends, keeping a job, or just getting through daily life. Now, while trying to understand our discussion of what getting things done is all about, it's important that you have at least a basic sense of how the brain works. I know what you're thinking. He's off on a tangent again. Yeah, he's off talking about something. He may never get to the real point. <laughs> it may seem that way, but there are several functions of the brain, and I'm going to go over them briefly just to give you an idea of what we're talking about. And I'm going to speak in the context of what this particular podcast is all about. I'm not going to give you a full-blown medical study of the brain. If you want to delve deeper into how the brain works, there are tons of websites with all the information you could ever need. So, I'm going to break this down into some basic function groups. Now, these are not the ones you'll see listed on websites. I just came up with my own groups of functions to make it easier to take in all the information. The first of these are what I call the automatic functions of the brain. In truth, they're called the autonomic functions, but I, I think automatic and autonomic are kind of the same thing. Anyway, these are things like your heart beating, breathing in, breathing out, the way your stomach digests food, and your kidneys filtering your blood, and even the liver doing whatever it is that the liver does, and you get the idea, all of those things that happen kind of automatically in your brain to take care of your body. The next set of functions of the brain are the motor functions. That's the walking and using your hands to build something or to write a letter 
or lifting things with your arms and your back and running in place or jogging. Basically, anything that causes muscle movement is part of the motor functions in the brain. Now, the next set of functions are what I call the personality functions. Your dreams, your emotions, what makes you laugh and what makes you cry. Things that make up your personal self. Or to put it more simply, things that make you, you. The person that you are. The person inside. What drives you? What do you like? What you don't like? Your long-term memories. Those are all part of your personality, and that's why I call them personality functions. Now, you remember the story of how I was when I was out on my own at the beginning of the podcast? Well, these functions that I mentioned there are what we are concerned with, and they're called executive functions. Why are they called that? Well, think of it this way. In a business, there are workers, and above the workers are supervisors who watch over them. Well, all the way at the top of the company are the executives, and these are the people that manage the company. They make the decisions, they weigh the pros and cons, they organize the workflow, and they monitor the company's progress to make sure that things are going correctly. Well, just like executives in a company, your brain uses a special group of functions to manage your life. Things like being organized and setting goals and a whole host of other things that are a part of how you live life. To put it simply, executive functions is your brain's way of managing yourself and what you do to get things done. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Everything from personal chores to organizing or managing things at home or at a job or deciding how to behave and react or to your routines and problem solving. It's all handled in the frontal lobe, that's the area right behind your forehead, of your brain. Everyone has executive function. It doesn't matter who they are, it doesn't matter where they come from, whether you're neurotypical or on the spectrum, we all have executive function. And it's just a matter of degree to how each function performs in every individual. For example, a neurotypical person it might be real good at organizing something, but not quite as good with math. It's not a big difference in the levels, it's just a small difference. What separates those of us on the spectrum is the fact that our executive functions vary drastically from one to another. And we'll get into that in just a minute. The whole entirety of executive functions is really complex, so I'm not going to bore you with a lot of technical details from studies and briefs and things. I've read a whole bunch of them, and I don't understand half of it anyway. But suffice to say that our struggles with executive functions can be very disruptive for those of us with Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder. While it is a widely known fact that those of us on the spectrum have difficulties with executive function, more so, in fact, than our ability to communicate. However, on the other side of that is also a widely known fact that those of us on the spectrum also have executive functions that are so strong that their intelligence level actually goes way above the norm when compared to the bulk of the rest of the population. 
So the way they manifest themselves can be different in each person. For example, and we're talking about people on the spectrum, one of us may have the ability to plan, but lack the focus or concentration to follow through. Or someone may have a fantastic ability to solve problems and do math, but they have difficulty remembering which bus line they ride on each day when they go to work. In the neurotypical world, people might mistake you for being disorganized. They may call you sloppy, lazy, or incompetent, or just not very bright. Why is that? Because for some, it is real difficult to understand the fact that our brains are wired differently. Nearly everything we do calls on areas of executive function, be it cooking, cleaning, working, going to school, say you're in high school or college or grad school, you're getting up in the morning, keeping up with personal care, and even how we control ourselves in the face of a meltdown. It's all up there in the frontal lobe of the brain as executive function. Now, there's so much more that I could go over, but I promised I would not get too far into the details. But there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. Questions like, what different kinds of functions are there? And which ones do those of us on the spectrum have the most trouble with? And of course, there are questions about how to improve our functions to make life better. Now, if I went over all of that right now, well, this podcast would be a whole lot longer than it is already. So, next visit, we're going to finish talking about executive function. We'll go over all the different specific functions and what they're like and how they affect us. Then I'll give you some tips that may help you improve your areas with executive function that you may be having trouble with. It all happens on the next podcast, so don't miss it. Well... We're out of time once again. I hope that you're being helped by the subjects that we're bringing to each visit. And be sure to go to the AspieLand.org website and subscribe. It's a quick and easy way to connect. Now, if you have questions or comments, you can reach me by the following emails. John at AspieLand.org or at the tried and true one, <laughs> AspieLand.org at gmail.com. That's aspieland.org at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Whether you want to just say hello or you've got a real hard question that you need some help with, I'll be happy to help you no matter what it is. Now, while you're on the website, by the way, please try to donate if you can. It doesn't cost a mint to keep things going, but your donations, whether big or small, go a long way to help out. Stay safe, my friends. Keep listening and tell others about the podcast. We'll meet up next time in Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not, because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again. <laughs>